The following is a presentation of the Black Hollywood Live Network, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is Black Hollywood Live. Let's talk about sex. Featuring in-depth discussions on dating, intimacy, and relationships. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host of Black Hollywood Live, let's talk about sex. Don't come, come on. on. Do I need to turn your thing up? Oh no, just my voice, I think. Not my headphones. Are you ready, DB? To the left. Come on, man. Warm him up. Warm him up. Warm him up. Uh-huh. <laughs> Welcome back to another tantalizing episode of Let's Talk About Sex. I am your host, Spicy Madi, and joining me today is my phenomenal co-host, Phoenix White. Hey, what's up, guys? Woo! And the funny <laughs> Kevin John has decided to come and grace us with his presence. I'm so privileged, honored, and blessed to be here with you guys. Love you. But ya. you know on Let's Talk About Sex, we always have an interesting, amazing guest host to join in on the conversation, and today we have... No other than the phenomenal actor, D.B. Woodside. Woo-hoo! Round of applause, round of applause. Now, you guys, trust me, you know, you, you recognize this Hollywood <laughs> hunk, okay? You've seen him at everything from 24 as the president's brother to Blue and Temptations. Yeah. I mean, I know him from Single Ladies, <laughs> but also Romeo Must Die. I mean, the list goes on. Yeah. And he's educated brother. Yale School of Drama, he got his MFA. So, Come on. rounds of applause once on. again. Yeah. We got him in the building to grace us. And so he's going to join in on our sexy conversation. And you know, we always start off with Hollywood hotties doing the naughty. Yes. So this week's information comes from Euroweb. And there was a report that Euroweb posted for the Huffington Post did an interview with Billy Bob Thornton. Okay. And because he's, his film, Argo, is nominated for a, um, a uh, what is it? Uh, Emmy, sorry, Fargo. <laughs> Did I say Argo? Sorry, Argo. Fargo. <laughs> that, was, that was Ben Affleck. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, it's a blooper. But um, his film was nominated for an Emmy, and in the um, interview, he was saying how amazing it was to have been able to participate in a sex scene with Holly Berry. Until this day, it's one of the most like Googled, YouTubed videos. Their sex scene, and he was just saying how fortunate really? he was to I've be able to be that. <laughs> You've never seen it. That's called a lie. I've watched it a hundred times. <laughs> I was getting ready to ask you about that. Like, really? <laughs> he did a sex thing with, with Holly Berry and she took her top. I, mean, I know you're ball? being facetious. Monster's ball, yeah. Yeah. I know you're being facetious, Kevin. You've never seen it? I, I was I was lying. Oh, okay. I, I was like, wait. I'm one of those people that probably contributed to the Google record number of looking it up and whatnot. Really? I think every man has probably seen it. Okay. I've never right. downloaded it, but I've seen it. But he was saying this is like it was a it was one of the most hottest intense scenes, and he felt like it was really real. And had he known who Holly Berry was growing up, he would have made sure that he had sex with her a whole lot sooner in the film. <laughs> But I love Billy Bob Thornton. I love I love wow. how he plays like an asshole wow. to perfection. I love you know yeah. yes he he's he's conquered that. But then in the interview he was also asked you know why is it that he's had four marriages mm-hmm. and with Connie his current partner he hasn't married her and you know what's making this relationship successful and he said that it's because that they're friends that that's a huge part of what's making the relationship successful. There's a lot of stuff that you know they've had to work through, but that's mainly it. And so today's topic, we're talking about friends with benefits. 
And I want to know, you know, what you guys think about friends with benefits. Does it work? Does it not? I mean, should women and men be friends? Can they be friends and it be strictly platonic? But I think every relationship, you should be friends if you're going to be having sex with them. Wait, but why does it have to be sex? I want to know, can you just be friends with a man and then not be sexual? Yeah. Exactly. You guys are friends with me and I don't have sex with me. <laughs> you know, I'm just... Not to say that won't change in the future. Well, this photo is two examples of two films that came out that were pretty popular, Friends with Benefits and No Strings Attached. And so those are two examples of films that kind of played off of this whole making friends, but then it becoming intimate. See, Spicy, the the thing is with this, is whole opposite sex, can they be friends, um, and, and, and either not do anything sexually or do something sexually. If you're friends and you do something sexually, I do not believe that can happen. Reason being is 99% of the time, emotions and feelings will develop on one of the sides, whether it's the man or the woman, usually it's the woman, but in some cases it's the man. And once those feelings get developed, it is very difficult just to continue that platonic uh, friendship while just having sex with them. And it's going to make it difficult. And if you've even seen both of these movies, that's one of the biggest issues that does come up. So I don't think that it can work, just being friends and having sex with someone. can you be friends with someone that you are attracted to and it be strictly platonic? Like, what if they're in a good-looking person? What if they're very attractive? Uh, look, I, I think it's really difficult for men and women to be friends before sex. I think it's it's much more likely, if you've had sex and that's run its course, that you could probably be friends after that. Huh. But that, but this whole idea. I mean, I would, I would agree with him. I mean, and and there's science to back that up, which is yeah. to say that women have this type of, um, from what I understand, a light kind of chemical film over their brain that helps them. <laughs> no, I'm serious. It's just it's uh, it's science, right? Exactly. <laughs> that, that that men don't have. It's 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 part of the reason why women are able to bond better than men. Mm. It's just it's just science. So. They've discovered that women have this. Uh, also, extremely, extremely sensitive men have this and or gay men. So uh, I, th- I think it's much easier for men to have sex with women and not develop feelings than it is for women to do the same thing. It's, it's, it's part of the reason why you have so many psychologists saying that women need to be more careful than men about who they have sex with. Because if there's someone that you don't like mm-hmm. or you don't respect... By having sex with them repeatedly, you're going to bond to that person. Mm-hmm. Whether you Makes want sense. to right. or not, it's just it's just the way that our biology the has DNA just kind of put right. itself out. Mm-hmm. Now, Phoenix, I'm, uh, when I said that about women are typically uh, or, or statistically more likely to catch feelings and develop feelings, you seem like you were against that or countered that. I was just curious. I mean, I think because... Maybe I'm just a little different. So it's sometimes I should not speak for all women and just speak for myself. But I mean, I've been in situations where I didn't catch feelings for somebody and I've just had sex with them and I, I like them as a person. You know I love them as a person. He must have not put it be, on you. No, I wouldn't be having sex with him <laughs> if he wasn't putting it on me. Uh, I will not he, continue. But, how, but how, wow. how likely is it to be able to actually have a real friendship with the opposite sex without their eventually crossing that line. Like, can you be, can you just be friends, strictly platonic, and not have any lustful nature if the person is attractive? Because you guys still haven't answered that part without crossing that line. Does it have well, to be lustful? The, the, maybe not. I mean, uh, just because I, like typical, you develop something but, over time. Like, I, I feel like if I'm in a relationship or not relationship, a friendship, which is also a relationship with anybody, that's a person that I would want to fall for eventually. So, 
I don't know if it would be lustful other than it's like, oh, I started to really like this person. I started to develop that type of feeling for them. But I've also been in situations where I don't want to. Well, and I'm just cool with them. Yeah. And I won't have sex with them because it's discipline. Mm-hmm. So you have, but it, but you saying you won't have sex with them because of discipline means that you thought about it. I think most people think about having sex with everybody, with every single person. Well, not most. with people. Well, not with people with the same sex, but you know. Then again, you never know. That too. Yeah, uh, I'm just speaking for myself. <laughs> I, think people, um, I, I think people that you find attractive, attractive. but yeah. I but I also think it depends. It depends on if you're in a relationship where you're happy and it's 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 thriving. Then no, you're not thinking about you know yeah. necessarily stepping out and being with someone else who's your friend, you might find them attractive, but I don't think that means that you're going to cross you know, the line. With yeah. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say you brought up something very um, important when you're talking about get opposite sex people have a good, clean friendship with none of that stuff involved. I think the, the thing that you brought up, which makes it interesting, is if there's a serious physical attraction. Because I know most men, when they meet a woman in their head, they've already have a Mm-hmm. preconceived idea of what that woman is going like to be to them how they look <laughs> if, well in bed as well of course they think about all those things but if there's a, an extremely attractive dime piece and a man you know a man is not going to befriend them just to be like oh we could be platonic friends mm-hmm. initially he may be thinking something else now if it turns into a friendship great but I think there's always when there is a serious attraction there that makes it difficult but True. other than that I, I think there's no problem I have a lot of opposite sex friends and I consider them my sisters so I would not cross that line with them because we have such a great friendship, you know. Now, if these friendships are real and platonic and they're okay. Now, I'm going to pose this question to you. Why is it that when you get into a relationship with a partner, whether it be male or female, you now are communicating less with the opposite sex friends that you once had, but the other friends are okay? If it's strictly platonic. Ego. You know, ego. I, I, I think especially us as as Americans, we put a lot of ego into sex. I mean, I can. I, I mean, I, you could just answer that question by you know, I, when you're involved with someone, they don't want you to be friends with someone <laughs> of, the of the opposite, opposite sex. sex. Yeah. yeah. So that that takes care of most of it right there. They they feel insecure about it. Yeah. They don't like the idea of you hanging out with them. They don't like the idea of you even talking to them. So. Yeah, I 100% agree agree with him, you know, and I know this because I was in a relationship recently and it's hard when you do have a lot of friends of the opposite sex and then you get in a relationship because it's like, well, you don't want to cut out all your friends of the opposite sex. But then again, you have to do realize you have to be respectful to to them. And Mm -hmm. by me hanging out at one of my opposite sex friends at 12 midnight or talking on them at 12 midnight may not be respectful to the person I'm in a relationship with. So you do have to realize that you may have to alter or or modify some of those friendships in order to suit your partner. Now, I do think it's a great thing if you can continue your friends or continue having opposite sex friends because that shows a level of trust that you have with that person in that relationship to where it's like, okay, sweetheart, you can go out with such and such. You know, I trust you. I know that you, I think that's a beautiful thing as well, but I still do think you have to you know, uh, you, you have to alter some things when you do get in a relationship out of respect. I agree. I, th- I agree that you have to respectfully adjust some things. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to be in a relationship with somebody where I have to get rid of all of my friends just to make them feel more secure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want to do that. Like, I think in a lot of in a lot of relationships that I've That's found, control. even people. But most people who get into relationships, they feel like they now own and control you. 
and they tell you what to do. They tell you, you know, who can be your friends, who you can talk to, who you can be around, who you can hang out with. And it's, it's all uncomfortable. So you start making these changes, not because you want to, but because they want you to. Mm-hmm. And it's based off of insecurity. I mean, I'm not going to lie. When I get into a relationship, I'm like, oh, yeah, you belong to me. Like, you're mine. Yes, but at yeah, the same yeah, yeah. time, there still has to be a level of respect. And you can't, because I've been in situations, too, where I have, the friends have started to fall by the wayside when you get into a relationship because you're caught up in the emotions and the fun and the excitement of this fresh thing. And then it doesn't work out. And your friends are like, oh, now you're back. So. Yeah, yeah but isn't that, but isn't it? Everybody's experienced life? that. DB, I know I you've mean, at some point experienced isn't that. Isn't it life? Isn't it? Isn't it that 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 the person that you're in a relationship with is supposed to be your best friend? Ding ding ding. Thereby, those yeah. other people that 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 you're friends with are not. You know, it's it's. Sorry to say it, but they're not as important anymore. Yeah, they don't become the priority, you and know? that's okay. Is that okay? I don't know if it's okay. I know that that's usually what happens. <laughs> you know, and I and, and and I find that it happens on both sides. You know, I find that it happens with women. I find that it happens with men. Your boys aren't there to, to play feel, basketball no more. You know, well, they're not as, you know, like they're just not as, uh, the person that you're dating, they're just not as comfortable with you hanging out with, with, um, friends of, of the opposite sex that they were before you guys got involved. But you can hang out with your male friends. Yeah. Just not the females. You haven't yeah. had problems with that. Cause I feel like it's both though. I feel like the men and the women yeah. actually do both miss out when you get into a serious relationship. You start hanging out with your boys less and with your female friends less as well. Well, of course, because there's a lot more time that you spend yeah. with, with that else. person. Yeah. You know, obviously that person's not there. All you got is time. So you spend it, you know, split it between both of your friends. But yeah, when you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend, yeah, you don't have time to hang out with the girls all the time or get your nails done or. I mean, I'm guilty. I well, got I a man. Yeah. I see Phoenix less. <laughs> right. I used to be with her every day. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that also just called maturity, though? It is. I, I, I mean, you, you it's, it's kind of like you get into the if you if if you really want to hang out still with your boys, then don't get a girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just that there has to be a balance. Yes, but DB, I, I I really I agree with you for the most part, but I still think as far as like you know, uh, not necessarily cutting ties, but just kind of eliminating your 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 friends once you get in a relationship. I think that can kind of be detrimental to your relationship as well because I think it's good to have that balance of friends on the outside yeah. mm-hmm. and other people to, because yourself. if you just put everything into that one person and invest and she becomes your, your best friend, your, your, uh, workout buddy, your, you know, your club, but I mean everything, then I think that's kind of unhealthy because you well, need those other components right, to balance. But, but I'm not saying that you eliminate your friends. I'm uh-huh. just saying that, that the dynamic has to change. Mm-hmm. If, yeah. if I'm used to hanging out with, with my boys every single week, Mm-hmm. Right, and that's what we do. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I I get a girlfriend, and she works five days a week, <laughs> and she's got Friday night and Saturday night off. You're like, I'm and I'm like, okay, well, I know you got off. I know we haven't <laughs> seen each other all week, but I'm gonna go keep hanging out with my boys. That yeah. relationship's yeah, probably not gonna work. Yeah, yeah that's very true. I mean, like, I, think I that's, see that perspective. Yeah. Like, but yeah. I, I'm talking. I think what you're trying to say is just eliminating everybody in general. Like, not making adjustments. Like, hey, you know, this is my time with my girl, or whatever. Yeah. But just not having any friends on the outside. That is what I'll have a problem with. Of course, I'll be consumed. I want to be my man. Right. I want, you know, I want to be up under him, but I still need a balance because then you lose. You lose sight of, of balance. Now, some people it? might say, how come when you get into a relationship, how come your friends can't now be my friends? Mm-hmm. I think they should be. You know, I mean, that's a real simple way to solve it. If you feel like you still have to kind of split something yeah, up, it has to be then separate. it starts to make people start feeling like, okay, well, how come I can't hang out with 
you and your friends from time to time and and get to know your friends. I mean, I think that is I think that's definitely acceptable and that that's working that that's great, but only if it's a a serious relationship or a marriage do you really blend and mend both right. of your lives like that. If because, it's a side chick or like a random booty call, you're not blending. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You're not unless you're blending in the bedroom and that's a, so a whole I'm other conversation. So I'm going to pose this question to you guys now. So you're saying I'm in a relationship, I'm my priorities have changed. You're Phoenix, you know, you said you're trying there should be a balance when you do get into the serious relationship and you want to remain friends with a opposite sex friend that you had slept with. Mm-hmm. Do you tell them your new partner that you slept with this friend? Mm-hmm. And if so, there's going to be repercussions. It depends I, on who it is. I think I think communi- being open and communication is everything because if you never told them that you slept with them and they find that out later during yeah, the relationship, that's just always oh, all bad. Like, why didn't you tell me this? How come exactly? You didn't yeah. And then you start to get in that whole thing yep. like, so what if I was going to be upset? It's honest. So should, exactly. but should they Boom. stay friends yeah. with them though? If they had, if they had been intimate with them in the past, should they still be permitted to be friends when you get into a new relationship? I don't understand <laughs> the being permitted to do anything. I think people should be allowed to do whatever they want to do. Like if, as if long I'm in a relationship, their significant other is, is okay aware, with it. Like I work. Yeah. Well, not even just that, but I I would like to be with somebody who's secure and trust me. So like I don't have time for all the drama, like that extra stuff. So like if I'm in a relationship with somebody, say my boyfriend is like, so I was like, okay, this is my best friend. This is one of my friends that, and I've had sex with him in the past. And it's like, okay, so what's the situation with that? You talk about it and you respectfully move forward, but you don't put yourself in a position where you're going to disrespect the person you're with. Yeah. You know, you be honest about everything. And I think if you're honest and that they're secure, they'll be able to handle it. If that is a very significant person in your life. Now, if somebody that you just had sex with that's just around, that's different. If they're like your really close friend, I think they should be permitted to stay. Go ahead, DB. Yeah, because he has something to say. I saw you about to preach on it. Go ahead. Um, (laughs) I think think what I would say, though, is that the problem uh, is that everybody has a different definition of what is respect and what is disrespect. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So there might be someone like... What you just said that that you don't necessarily have a problem with with someone if they were in a relationship with someone that that that, that they had had sex with and that they continue to be friends with, but all of a sudden you do have a problem or you don't feel as comfortable with someone who they just hooked up for sex, mm-hmm. and then that's that's their friend. So so you do draw the line somewhere, mm-hmm. and so I think everybody has certain lines. I just think that you have to pair up with with someone that you know maybe defines respect the same way that you do. True. There you go. Way to bring it together. A lot of situations, there's people who stay friends with people after they have sex, though. You know, so the friends with benefits comes into play and they go back into the friend zone. It doesn't work out. Either emotions got involved, they had to let them down easy, or they really had a relationship at one point, but now they're just truly friends. But what if you have several of those? What if you have several people that you used to sleep with at one point that have become friends? Is that Should that be okay, too? What's the definition Man. of a friend because, for you? Because, well, for for me, a friendship is a a bond of trust, of love. It's somebody that I care about. It's somebody that um, does a service to my life, and we have a mutual respect for one another, and they make me happy. There's okay. joy. I learn from them. Mm-hmm. And so with with that, though, I, I personally... I understand what you guys are saying, but I think there should be a line crossed at a point when you have slept with this person. There's a whole nother layer of respect that has to be there when you want to remain in a friendship with someone that you used to sleep with. 
and mm-hmm. we're now in a relationship and you have them calling you just like you do the rest of the friends because they want advice or whatever. If you used to be intimate with someone, I think that there's a certain boundary that there should be because you're intimate with me now. We now are together. And when you do think of this person or where you are spending time with this person, you're also, there's an energy there. There's a sexual energy that may have been there or was there at one point. And you can't help but when you see someone to think about when you were once in bed with them. You might talk about it with your friends, like, oh, yeah, girl, that was me back in the day, but we're just friends now. I think like, we just learned something about you. Is what we just learned. <laughs> I don't know. Because I'm like, I don't That's know what I about that. Like, I agree with <laughs> I feel like there's a line of, that should be crossed. I agree with some of what you say, but I have two best friends that I know that I've had sex with in the past that... One might have been harder to get over than the other, but the other one I will never have sex with again. Like, but he's one of my best friends. But oh, one, of them, but one of them you will. You only way. said one of them you yeah, will but never. That one I haven't got to the point where I've sliced it in that way where I'm like, there's no more of that. So but what if you went into a new never. relationship and he has a problem with that person because he's like, dang, I kind of feel would, that energy. But, but I would have to slice it at that point. So like, you would slice it for them. Not slice my friend. I would have to slice off that part of me, that romantic side of me. Like with the other friend that I have that I said, I'm very close to I will never have sex with him again that has turned off it's clicked off so basically you could just <laughs> it turn never... it off and on like a button is what you're saying I started that off sounds... as friends with this person so if I start off friends with someone and it just is if I know in my head that in my heart we cannot be together we don't work it is not good but as friends amazing I can slice it off because I would never be with him again and I can say that 100% so why haven't you sliced it off though. now then would know what that person I have. I no, no, the other the one. Because I don't want to. Okay, so then... And I'm my, not as disciplined when it comes to that person. I haven't had to make that choice. Okay, so so going back to my question, if, if you are in a relationship and that per, you said you would slice it off with that person, correct? I have to slice off that romantic side of me with that person. I, because I have to. Okay. I can't be for, in another relationship so you with somebody are, and still be you wanting are to have sex with somebody You are a special species, though. That you're able to just turn <laughs> off your special. feelings like this when it's you get into a relationship. It's not my feelings. I'm able to slice off... An, Come to the realization that this is not for me. This person is not healthy for me in this way. Being romantic with this person is not good in any way for me at all. It doesn't work, and I don't want it. See, see, Phoenix, the problem therein lies is that if you get in a relationship, say, for example, me and you get in a relationship, (laughs) hypothetically speaking, not speaking into existence, but if it does happen, (laughs) no. So, you know, just saying, me and you are getting in a relationship, right? And the guy number two, the one that you didn't slice it off with, that Uh it's still there. If the problem lies in is not just necessarily the people that you slept with that are still friends with you, Mm -hmm. but the problem is, is those people that you have slept with you still may think about them in an intimate manner or those things ding, ding, may ding. come back. And okay. I wouldn't feel comfortable many, with you if you're like, I'm just going to the how movies. How many people have you slept with in the past that you've seen when See, you have a girlfriend what, that you don't ever think about, ever, t- about having sex with them? You're not going to act on it. It's not that you're doing anything, but it just crossed your mind randomly. That would be a lie. Depends on how good it was. That <laughs> would, it would be a lie for you to sit and say that you never crossed, that never crosses your mind. See, ever. I'm going to jump on her bandwagon with this and and say this. This is part of the problem that I have. (laughs) Mm -hmm. If you're someone, right, that has had a lot of sex with a lot of people because that's just how you are, then what you're saying, when they enter into a a relationship, they got to cut off all their friends Mm -hmm. because they had sex with them versus someone who may have been pickier who they decided to (laughs) sleep with. So so they do have some some opposite sex friends that they haven't slept with. I think it starts to become really unbalanced because then you start starting to judge someone's 
the way that they live their life sexually. If there's someone who doesn't have a problem with 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 with, with the way they are sexually, and and they've shared themselves with a lot of people. It starts to get tricky. It, it just starts to, I oh, mean, so now that I'm in a relationship with you, I now have to, like, cut off, like, everybody. seven of yeah. my yeah. friends. And there, like, that should not be, that you shouldn't cut off, like, true friendships. If they are true friendships. But that's what I was saying. But, like, yeah, I think, friendship? what is yeah. a friendship? But at the same time, I, if they're just like, oh, I just like your company, I want to have you around because you're fun, and it's someone that they used to be intimate with. Because the example you just gave, I've been in that situation where I'm very selective, but I was with someone who'd been with, like, every single person in the United States. Wow. And I couldn't go anywhere without them being like, oh, that's my friend. I'd be like, did you sleep with them? Yeah. Damn. But they would still remain friends. And then they would hang out with them every day, too. Like, all the women. Every day? Every day. Like, they would well, be like kind of a, some type of event or some type of party where they would be there. I feel like there's a certain level of respect where you got to cut the strings off. Did you date off. Tiger Woods? Who was this <laughs> God, I think you have to be aware you of who you're dating. And if that's not something that you can handle, you shouldn't be with that person. And that's what I came to find out was it was more what you said, DB, was the type of person that they were is wasn't right for me. Not necessarily the... I wasn't okay with the lifestyle, and it shouldn't. I should have been more selective with knowing how that person was, as opposed to trying to control the friendships. Like "Mm, you can't be friends with that. You can't be friends with that. But what if who they were wasn't, or who they was, (laughs) wasn't who they are now? Exactly. Like what if they've changed? What if that was just a phase they went through in their twenties and thirties, and that's not who they are now? You're going to throw away an incredible relationship that you can have because of the fact that they got a little bit of mileage on them and they've like, you know, mm-hmm. explored quite a bit because you can't handle it. I think that's not fair. See, that's just what it starts sure to me take... starts to feel like ego. It yeah, just starts it just to feel like, to like I don't ego. want exactly. you to be friends with that person yeah. and that person and that person because you had sex with them and I'm afraid that if you go out with them that yeah. you might have sex with them Again. and they might yeah. be better yeah. than me and then yeah. it's, just, it's just ego. I don't, think, yeah. I don't necessarily I, think it's ego. I think it has to do more with respect and boundaries. If you watch porn every day chances are you're going to get a hard on. So it's like when you put when you put, when you you put put the candy you know in front of a child you, you have to be able to trust that they're going to do what you say but at the same time chances are they may reach for it and I just think that there's a certain level but to the point that you were saying as far as um, the person could have changed if that was the case in like my particular situation that wasn't the case they hadn't changed it was the same person but it, but I would I would hate for somebody to miss out on a, a possible great relationship with someone if somebody still was that same person from their past so, but what I, is wrong with living your life that way though yeah. if you're single see that's what I don't get like what well, yeah, yeah what like what's wrong with having sex with a lot of people if you're not lying about it you're honest about it and you're single and then you get into a relationship right but that but what's but wrong with having a sex with a lot of people that's your question yeah and and then when you get into a relationship you are committed to them you mm-hmm. are loyal to them and you're only Seeing them, I don't. I don't understand. So basically, you're saying they shouldn't judge you from the past or what you didn't. They should. They shouldn't judge you from you... the past. They shouldn't judge you from your present. If if mm-hmm. two weeks before you met them and they changed your life, if who that the the four or five people that you were with two weeks before you even met met them, yeah. knew that they were knew who they were. I yeah. mean, it, it should has nothing matter. to do with that. Person. It doesn't. I, no, I agree. It has nothing to do with it. I think we were talking about it more in the sense if they're still friends with that person that yeah. they've been sleeping with steadily the last year before they had met you. Right. And then all of a sudden they want to keep that person along when you get into... But a, it's, it depends a, on the dynamic of that relationship. So, for, for instance, for me, and I have some questions I wanted to ask you too. For me, it's like <laughs> that person that is my son's godfather. 
I'm not going to eliminate him. And he's a very good friend, but I will never have sex with him. Wait, never. you had sex with him already? He was. We were in a relationship a long time ago, but okay. he's just stayed on as my son's godfather. So I'm not eliminating that person out of my life just because of the fact that I've gotten a new boyfriend. They're going to have to meet up. We don't have to all be cool because you're going to have to trust me that this is no longer there because I'm not getting rid of this person because they of are course. important in my life yeah, and my child's fine. life. And that person's not going nowhere. But, yo, but listen, but Phoenix, your man that you're with has to understand My that. man does. He will know all about it when that, he gets okay. with me. That's it's the next never going to be what a secret. What do you do? Yeah. In order to make your new partner feel comfortable with the friendship, what is you your responsibility? Them and you let them know what it is. Like I think, if you bring somebody into the, re- if you have mm-hmm. a new relationship and you are not secretive, you're not hiding things, you're not lying about things, they trust you. You know, you be like, hey, here's this person. I just wanted to introduce you to such and such. You know, like very open and very honest. I don't think that that's a problem. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree. You're completely transparent about everything. If they if they call, if they text, if there's anything going on, you let your significant other know. I think the problem is, and I've had this, and I'm sorry to say this, Phoenix. No, don't. No. T- but women are more opt to do this than men do. But when if you're if you're in a relationship with a guy and he gets a text or a phone call from an ex girlfriend or somebody, a lot of times women are very uncomfortable with that because I had that situation. About that. In my last relationship, and I was like, look, it's just my friend. She's a huge part of my life, my best friend. But they did not understand that I tried to meet up, have group events where everyone met each other. And she'd be like, no, I could tell by the way she looks at you, Kevin. She still wants to be. <laughs> She's still, a, I'm, I'm, I, I could, there was I nothing not, I could do I to make her feel comfortable. I don't disagree that's with you because I know though. a lot of women like that. But yes. that is a personal insecurity that they are pressing off, pressing off <laughs> on you. You know, they're projecting that whole thing onto you. Like, it's not you. It's them. They would do that same thing with anybody that they ever met. Yeah, so... so, so it's in their I, own insecurity. So, so that's not a person you should be with. So going back to Spicy, <laughs> what Spicy is an initial question, then, you know, how can you make them feel comfortable? Yeah, how, and how if, much is your responsibility to make them feel comfortable? At what line I, do you just say, forget it, there's nothing that I can do? Yeah. I think at they, some point, you, you just have to trust someone. <laughs> I mean, at the, like the bottom line is, true. it's at some point... True. You gotta, look, either you're going to so trust much. me or you're not going to trust me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you're not going to trust me, then let's just end this right now. And you yeah. can go find a guy that's a monk. <laughs> and you'll feel real good about that. I'm a monk. But that's easier said than done because a lot of people enter into relationships hoping that there's going to be trust and mm-hmm. something happens. Maybe they cheated one time and now they're Ooh. very insecure in the relationship and they decided to stay. I mean, there's a lot of layers to why people stay in relationships with people who they True. don't trust. And it's easier said than done when it comes time to walk away. Yeah, no, and, and you, like you said, if they cheat. Now, if you give your significant other, your woman or your man, a reason to suspect you, yeah. then that's your fault. You know, you yeah. can't blame that on their insecurities. If you yeah. did something, cheated on them or did something, to, then that's I, that's justifiable the for the person to feel yeah. that way about yeah. you. Yeah. But if you've handled everything as cordially, professionally, and with integrity, and you were open about everything and they still can't get over the hump, then like DB said, it's, you, time, to move on. it's time to move on. <laughs> Which is easier said than done, I do admit, because yeah. I stayed in the situation, but yeah. You know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I get it. Like, I've stayed in, in situations where I didn't want to be with that person anymore, but because I love them, because they were genuinely a good person, which is also what I'm learning, not being with people just because they're good people, yeah. they're just not good for you anymore. So it's like, yeah, this is a really good person, so it makes you stay. Yeah. They really aren't doing anything wrong. But it's like, but they're just really not good for me. Yeah. And being okay with that. Exactly. You know, I think that's what keeps a lot of people around, too. It's just like, I just, I just ain't feeling nothing no more. It's just not it. It's not, it doesn't click. You know, yeah. so I don't know. What do you think about that? Uh, well, what was your question again? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, what's your what's your actual question, though? Oh, it wasn't a question. Okay. Just, you know, being with people where it's like, or separating from people, if I find it harder because of the fact that those people are good people. They just don't want to be with them anymore. So it's hard to separate from people that are genuinely good. Like somebody, and somebody who you're like, dang, it's a great person, but yeah, it's I just don't want them for me. Person. I have a friend going through that right now. Yeah. She had a great guy, but he just wasn't great for her, and she had to oh release God. him. Yeah, so that you know that. So to Phoenix's point, have you ever been in that situation where you were like, dang, you're a great person, but you're not great for me? I feel a like lot. a lot of men go through that <laughs> oh, yeah. when they don't want to be with the girl. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a lot of women inherit that where we were like, it we want to stick around longer. It makes you stay. They're not ready longer. Yeah, they're not. I could probably say that I've been very, very lucky in, in with with the women that I've actually chosen to date, that, that I've been lucky enough to date a lot of phenomenal women. But just because they're phenomenal doesn't necessarily mean that we're supposed to be together. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so that's that's all I think that's tricky because because then you find someone and you meet someone that is really special and they're really incredible, but it's not gonna go much further than what it is. Yeah. I think that those situations are hard. So that is kind of to so, your point earlier about women getting emotionally involved. So when you have a relationship, friends with benefits, or you start being intimate with someone, even if it's a one-night stand hookup, and regardless of a female gets feelings, and she doesn't get chosen, when a man has these options or he's dating multiple people and say he's sleeping with them, he doesn't owe them anything because there's not a commitment, mm-hmm. or it can be vice versa with the woman and man. Someone catches feelings and wants to be in a relationship now. And so when you have friends with benefit situation, isn't it saying you're good enough to have sex with but not good enough to commit to? I, th- uh, I don't, I, I mean, I, I don't I don't break it down that way. Because, I, because <laughs> I once mean, again, I think that's kind of injecting kind of ego into it. Sex and whether someone is good enough to be with or not good enough Well, not to be necessarily with. for you, maybe. I mean, I'm just saying in the sense of... Why do you choose to be with certain partners to sleep with, but not certain partners to commit into a relationship with? Why do why why do we? Because do that? not everyone you sleep with is relationship material. Yes, and I, I think I can't be more blunt than that. I mean, guys, we know, and and we would categorize certain females like, yeah, she's strictly just here to serve this purpose. She's not wifey material. She's And we have our reasons because of X, Y, and Z, but you know, the, the unfortunate thing is sometimes the woman doesn't always know that. And she may be thinking, <laughs> yeah. Every woman is wifey know material. <laughs> yeah. And, and, but then again, this always goes back to, this is just my belief. I know a lot of people are, are, are going to do, but if you, if you, if you want to be intimate with somebody, wait till you get in the relationship with them. Like if you, if you're a woman and you really like a guy and you want him to be in a relationship with you, and you know, establish that. Then, if you're gonna give him all the benefits of a relationship before getting into it, what is going to inspire him or make him want to get in a relationship with you? I don't really agree with that. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm sorry. Well, bro. forget both of y'all. Right? Oh, y'all. Yeah, I'm with because, you yeah. because I know people that have waited and they still didn't end up in a relationship exactly. with that person. And yeah. I know people who have had sex on the first day and they ended up married yeah. in the next thirty days. Yes. So yeah. I think I, I just think it depends on the person. Let I me think, tell you, as a you man, I'm as I'm sorry, no. yeah, I'm gonna let you go ahead, DB. As, as as a man. Mm-hmm. If I sleep with someone on the first date, or any man sleeps with a woman on their first date, it could happen. But in the back of their head, this man is probably not thinking he's going to walk down the aisle with that woman several years later. We automatically categorize women depending on how quick they give it up. Not every man, but most men do. If a woman is going to give the booty up that quickly to you, that means she did it to the last person, the person. I want to hear, hear DB. I would put that Go. differently. I want to hear. Okay, go I ahead. Hear I, go ahead. 
I think it's 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 focusing way 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 too much on sex and like what does sex mean and what what doesn't yeah, it mean just, and, and, and well, let's talk about I sex. think that like you can <laughs> I think let's that like you can <laughs> have sex with someone on the first date and like Phoenix said wind up marrying that person 30 days it could later, happen you know I mean I've seen it happen seen quite it. a bit you know? <laughs> actually quite a bit um I I've seen a lot of people who who have waited and they've dated and had sex and then broken up six months later. I actually think that's what happens mostly. I actually think that that's actually what happens is that they is wait that to have the go, sex and then break up. Yeah, that people like go out and they do the whole courting thing and the dating thing and then they wait whatever a, the certain amount of time that that person feels is right. Then they have sex and then they wind up breaking up anyway six to nine months later. Dang. I think that's how most I relationships totally actually go. I disagree with that though because when you have sex ultimately you don't give when you when you do it too fast you don't give the other partner enough time to really get to know you and invest in you as a person and mm-hmm. so the chase is kind of over when it comes to the intimacy aspect exactly and so them getting to know you they have nothing no no reason to stick around and invest exactly. in your personality okay, my, exactly. and my next question my next question to Beautifully stated. to both of you then is Come on. so is the whole idea of sex is it supposed to be that we're supposed to wind up together no. no, no, of course That's not. No. Sex is sex in my mind is is leading is, to a relationship. To me, no. an expression of love. Yes. An expression of intimacy. So, is an expression of sex love. Is so if biologically you for, fir- for procreation, that is really what sex is for. So when you sure. asked earlier, what's wrong with a single person sleeping with everybody on the planet? You're not using sex for its actual purpose. You're using it for just you and your orgasms. But when you <laughs> when you connect with someone like that, the original purpose of sex was to procreate and you're not actually doing that you're you're using it for your own selfish gain and not taking the other person into account if it is an act of love well listen i don't want to like discount you know the hundreds of years of evolution (laughs) Uh, yeah originally sex was meant for us to procreate but we're not living in that time anymore now we have found Ways say for to have let, sex let, without. That's why we have a fifty-one percent divorce rate. If, if like I was to go by what what you just said, then there can be an <laughs> argument that's made <laughs> that women shouldn't take birth control. They shouldn't take birth control. They should roll the dice mm-hmm. because sex is meant for procreation. So you shouldn't take birth the, control. If women were I, I only we... having sex with people that they are married with, they wouldn't necessarily need birth control. Yeah. The reason majority people who are on birth control take it is so that they can have sex without, correct, having kids. <laughs> but it's also, the single people use it the most. The, the, it just... go, going back to the initial thing, obviously in the day and age we're living in, sex is more for enjoyment. Yes. Correct. Versus procreation right. or or having that really it's for intimate a family. love That's what it was supposed to be yeah for. <laughs> I mean, uh, but technically if you want to go back it is created for the inside the confines of marriage but at any rate in the times we're living today that's what I'm going to talk about okay yes i agree everyone's having sex for enjoyment hey that's that's why we're talking about it but <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day and this is just something i i believe going back to the the initial question it's very difficult for me to take a woman seriously or to try to wipe them down or say, I want to give it all to you when you give it up on the first time. Like, the, the, the chase is done. The pursuit is done. There's no more courting. There's no more so dating. So let me ask you a question. Why, why let me ask is you a there no more courting? Why if a woman no said to you on the first date that you were trying to push up on and said, do you know what? I feel like you're trying to have sex with me, so I don't want to date you any longer because that's not where my mindset is. 
I'm just trying to flip it the same way. So like you, you're saying that if a woman has sex with you on the first date, you're not thinking past that. Well, can a woman also judge you then if you're trying to have sex on the first date? Absolutely. If I'm pushing up on a woman trying to sleep with her on the first date, that could be disrespectful to her. She has every right to say, I don't want to deal with this perverted a-hole. If that's what I'm giving but does that off. Mean so, that then, you, so then now all of a sudden you have sex with everybody that you meet on the first date. Because now I'm judging you. Because you just said that if somebody has sex with you on the first date, you automatically assume that she has sex with everybody. She gives it up to everybody. No, no, no. no, no. And that's, that's what, what I, said. That, That's why I said there's a percentage of people that do I mean, make that. Can, can someone, can I have up, a one night? She gives can, it up to people she doesn't really know. I mean, it's safe to say, to make that assumption. Yeah, yeah. Well, if, you just, I, if you're just your first date and you don't even know the person... Exactly. It's kind of it's, this. This is my thing, Phoenix. Yes, there's always exceptions. Okay, mm-hmm. there's a possibility you can have a one night stand with somebody, and that can, you could be the first. They could have lost their virginity on that one night stand. <laughs> it's a possibility. I'm just saying. But if you statistically speaking, if a person has a one night stand with you, there is an 80 percent chance that they had a one night stand with somebody else. How do I know those facts? Because I just made them up. But I'm just saying. <laughs> but I'm just saying. That it, I'm just saying, as Spicy would say, you can make a speculation or assumption if somebody's a certain way with you. If a guy comes to pick you up, right, mm-hmm. and you get in his car, he starts rubbing on your thigh. And before you guys even get to wherever you're going to, just starts rubbing on your thigh and it's like, you know, just basically coming on to you aggressively. Are, is it safe for okay. you to assume that he does that a lot with other people? So, or are you gonna, I'm going to give you. Let me. I'm going to give you guys um, a real surprising statistic, really quick. Right. Helen Fisher, she has a PhD, and she did a study at Rutgers University, and she wrote a book called "Why Him, Why Her." Surprisingly, fifty percent of of men actually want a relationship after a one night stand. 52% of women actually want a relationship after a one-night stand. So, of course, it's a little bit more. But the numbers are very, very okay. close. Who did she 50% survey? 50% versus 52%. Who did people And one-third actually do wind up in a relationship after a one-night stand. So, that's very surprising based off of doesn't what we're saying. Doesn't surprise me But all, I am right. surprised because I still think you shouldn't give it up on the first date. Why? Why? Why do you why? think that you shouldn't give it up on yeah, the first why? date? Because you've been taught that way, that it was wrong and that it's bad to be sexual and to express yourself to that way. Yourself. I think that people I, I, were trained whoa, and yeah. taught that that is wrong. So, that's why you ding, believe ding, that ding, it's ding, wrong. I think if you're a person and because of religious perspective, nothing to do with Say that. If you're a person that's looking just for an orgasm and that's but that all is not that the reason. you want, have sex. No. If you're a person no. who's looking for a relationship and you want the person to I actually agree. get to know you, is there anything in the middle out. of that? Yes. Hold out. Anything in the I don't think you need that. to hold out. I think that you need to organically yes, flow with that Just having person. an orgasm do I feel, and having a relationship. Yeah. Is there anything in, or... There can't be any it. other way. Do, that, that, that's do you it. feel it's that? this or that? Do you feel... You can get with this or you can get with that. So it's wrong if you have an organic chemistry, organic chemistry was but you don't have finish with every single person you have chemistry with. Let me finish. You don't have chemistry with every single person that you have sex with. Exactly. I don't have sex with every single person. This is what I'm saying. A lot of people... (laughs) (laughs) What I'm trying to say is... So what you're trying to tell me is that if you have an organic relationship with somebody, or or if you meet somebody and it's just like instant... Organic or orgasmic? Organic. (laughs) Okay. I'm not a person that just runs around. I love having sex, but I'm not a person that runs around just looking to have sex. I could do that all day long if I really <laughs> wanted to. If I wanted to find somebody to have sex with, it's it's easy. And then you can come talk about it too. On but I'm saying that's sex. easy, but that's obviously not what I want. But if I meet somebody that I've had 
I have in the past met someone that I had incredible chemistry with that I still know to this day that I've had sex with probably on the first or second day. And it was magical. And there's nothing that could take that away. And I still know that person. I'm still friends with that person. I don't think that anything's wrong with that. Now, spreading yourself around to every single person? No, that's not good. That's not what we're saying here. We're talking about having sex on the first date and that you shouldn't give it up on the first date. You should hold out. I agree with what you said. So so now, but but when you're holding out, that wasn't the purpose. Phoenix, Phoenix, Phoenix. Phoenix, I thought we were talking about friends with benefits. Yeah, Everybody has their own way that they do things. You guys are basically saying right now that the only way that you should do it if you want to be in a relationship is that you should hold out. You should not have sex on the first Phoenix, date, right? I'm not that's what you said, and that's what you said. Phoenix, I'm not necessarily condemning those who have sex on the first date. If that's what you want to do, but that's you fine. Are. Let me tell you why no, no, you no, no, are. No, no, because no, no, no. all of a sudden you are assuming that that person has sex with everybody because no, they no, gave no. it up to you on the, the first date. Thing. When really they just could have loved you so much and just really wanted to be with you <laughs> and organically felt that chemistry and felt like they could trust you that day. And not do that with everybody that like else, but that you came judge out of it. Superhead's book. But, but at anyway, <laughs> no, at that's rate, something that has but, happened to me before, and, and, Phoenix, and it's something that I felt, and that's what I wanted, Phoenix. and that's how it was, and we're still cool to this day. It's nothing has changed. And Phoenix, I respect that. I totally respect that because you are a phenomenal woman, and I will give that to you. You are a phenomenal <laughs> woman. But I'm just saying, back to my initial point. If yes, have, have I had one night sex before in the past? Hell yeah, I've had a lot. Yeah, but, but you throw them to, the, away because of the fact that you now think that one of them I'm actually really good friends but with. But I'm saying, but that's but, what you said earlier. But no, no, no. This is what I'm saying. I'm saying as a woman, yeah. this goes back to if you want a man to take you serious or if you want to be in a mm-hmm. relationship with him, I'm saying that could work in some instances. But yes. I'm saying the majority of the time, the majority of the men are not going to categorize you right when they sleep with you as that's my wife right there. I'm not going to sleep with someone in one night stand and be, oh. I'm marrying that woman. She's perfect. I'm not going to disagree with you, but I also know a whole bunch of people that waited and got married and they are now divorced or getting divorced. Every single person I know that is married at this exact moment is getting a divorce or is divorced. But is every it, single solitary divorced one. because but they see, waited? No, no, no. Exactly. exactly. But they all, exactly. they all held out. They all waited. They all got married. Until they got married or, or, or into a relationship. Until they got married. They and, and waited. I would, see, I, Why did they but wait Regardless though? of whether you wait or not, that was still could have the same percentage of divorce. If there is a woman because of the sex. That 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 That's feels. True. If but there's you, a woman that, that feels empowered and she enjoys sex, just like a man enjoys sex, so she makes a decision to have sex with someone on the first date, and then that man then judges her, then that's actually an unevolved man, and she doesn't need to be with him. Yeah. Because I'm sure that guy in his past has had one night stands. So I'm sure that he wouldn't necessarily appreciate someone judging him for his past the same way that woman is not going to appreciate that guy judging her. DB Phoenix, question for both of you guys. If you guys both have daughters, would you encourage your daughter, hey, if you want to sleep with him on the first date, go ahead and do it, baby. That's the right thing to do. Would you tell that to your daughters? He has a daughter. I, I actually have a daughter. Would you tell her that? Uh, I would tell my daughter. <laughs> oh, yeah. You didn't let me uh, finish. I'm sorry. What I would tell my daughter is because I'm raising her the right way is that you need to be able to look inside someone and know what they're about. I'm not going to raise my daughter to say, don't have sex with someone on the first date because then you'll never know what kind of a person that they really are, yeah. like what they see you for. I'm going to raise her to like really look at the person, look at the situation 
and judge accordingly and have trust in her and have trust in the fact that I've raised her a certain way yeah. starting at this age she's four years old that she's going to have a, a kind of um, awareness of of men in general mm-hmm. that's how I'm raising my daughter so, 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 so with that being said if she found that in men that she met within a couple of hours you'd be okay with her having one night stands I would be okay with my daughter making whatever decision she felt was best for her. What, okay. No matter what, like how I felt about it, I need to trust the fact that I've raised her the best yeah. way that I know how, and that she's but a then, woman. Just to go and back make her to own get decisions. to know somebody though, to build that trust, you're saying you want her to make, you know, an educated decision based and, and build trust, or you know, use her. Um, Intelligence in the situation, but that takes time to really know a person's heart. Though she's going to be looking into his soul, right? But I'm not going to say to my. This is what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to have my son and my daughter and raise them differently. I'm not going to tell my son that it's saying okay. that, that. Yeah, you yeah. Know, of go course, out yeah. And do. I'm yeah. not going to do that. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. So, so for me, my my daughter should be able to enjoy sex in the same way that my son should be able to enjoy sex. There should not be yeah. this, this... I agree. This I agree. Double standard. Yeah, no, it's a double standard. It's definitely a double standard. I would like to know how much time is it supposed to take or how many people have been in a relationship that they took their time. Steve Harvey said 90 days on, in his book. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> no, Act joking. like a little... Hold on. Like, how <laughs> that's many, that's this to me. This is my question. I thought that was crazy. If you got the right guy, he'll just wait 90 days and do what he's going to do with all the women during the 90 days. I was joking. How many times have you been in a relationship where you thought you really knew a person and realized you didn't know nothing at all about them? Absolutely. So why is it that everything takes time? Because... I've been in relationships where I've learned more about a person in a week than some of the, because it was consistent conversation, it was consistent communication, than I have with somebody where I was just kind of with them, I was with them, but we're just kind of operating on autopilot and not having as much conversation. I think time is not necessarily a factor. I think it's it's each individual person, how you communicate. But Phoenix, another thing that I just want to go back to is mm-hmm. the sanitariness of it. You always hear a lot of times, <laughs> be, no, 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 I'm just saying. A lot Kevin, of times I they say, you. before you get in a relationship with somebody, it's good for you and your partner to get checked. I do. Now, that. if you're just running That's around right. having one night stands with people, but see, you, you're, you're getting you're, God knows you're, what you're, you're talking, But you're talking about a totally different dynamic. You're talking yeah. about a per- person who's just frivolous and just yeah. Run around having I'm sex. I'm talking with about promiscuity. Listen, go ahead. That, it sounds I'm, that way. It though. does. It sounds, it sounds like, the same like way. someone who just goes Somebody around. Somebody who just run around sex. having sex. You with everybody. Wrong with that. That's what you. Yeah, but no, you guys are like, no. that's fine. No. If I have the chemistry no. with them on the no, first night, you're, then you're I'm, saying a bunch of random people. I'm not saying you run around and you just be frivolous and you just give your your spirit and your soul and your body to every single person that you know that you just want to have yes. sex with. That is not what I'm saying. I'm talking about people who you have a chemistry with, people that you like and you want to have sex with them. That's fine, but that's not going to be fifty thousand. And people, if you're, you're real still running the risk, if that's so one person, you're running the risk with you're running the risk with any risk one every person. single time you, you can have, have sex with a person. Yeah. Every you can, single time yeah. you, you have Phoenix, sex, one right. person you're you right. can catch you're, something. It don't matter. Episodes ago, Phoenix made a point, and you said that when you have sex with someone, you give a piece of your soul. You give a little piece of yourself to them. So if you are running around or being particular about who you have your mm-hmm. connections with, and you're having sex with these people whenever you feel like it, you're giving a piece of your soul to them. Every single time, so that's you got to be okay with that. So basically, How much you, you have ha- left. So you <laughs> <laughs> tried, tried it. Yeah. <laughs> you tried it. But what I'm trying to say, nah. if you guys really listen to what I'm saying, I'm not saying to run around and have sex with every single person that you meet. Right. I'm saying if you have chemistry with somebody, it's very, very rare that I have an organic, spiritual, emotional, and physical connection to somebody. Yeah. 
all at the same time. It is very rare. But, There's very few and in between. But why does chemistry have to be a requirement? If you're attracted, chemistry for me, but if you're it, attracted, not you in particular. Chemistry, I'm just saying in general. If we're telling people have as much sex as you want, but you're that's not, not married, what we're saying. I'm single. saying do what you feel is best for you. That's all that you can say. Because people just have sex because, with people because they're attracted to them. It really doesn't even have to do yeah. with the chemistry. Well, for me, isn't that chemistry though? No. I mean, Physical attraction is something separate from the emotional chemistry that you feel. Like if because I can look at you and find you attractive, that doesn't necessarily mean that I want but, you inside of me. But isn't there physical so, chemistry, emotional chemistry, spiritual chemistry? It's all chemistry. But majority of people do it based off of physical attraction. Yeah, yeah, but that's not what I'm talking about. I said a long time ago, somebody that you have an organic, you know, emotional. You got to be physically attracted to them, though. Yeah, I just don't want to have sex with somebody just because they're physically attractive. But it's, a lot it's, of it's much do. more. But that's their business. If they want to do that, then yeah. cool. Do whatever you want to do. I and just that have a problem with like people. this kind of like that. They're supposed to be like the, like this kind of Rules. one set. There's something just really wrong about that. And I and there's something that, that feels extremely sexist about it also. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. A lot of yeah. talking about women, 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 women. But we have barely talked about, you know, what men should and should not do. Yeah, sure. and, and there's something really wrong about that. Well, this, 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 this all goes kind of back to, you know, um, what we were initially talking about. As far as how you you know the rules to doing it how long you should wait um what's the proper way to court someone before you do this i think at the end of the day you have to do what's best for you it's all subjective what works for exactly. uh, phoenix may not work for spicy what works for db Absolutely. may not work for kevin right. so i think at the end of the day whatever you find that you have peace with with you and your partner whatever you're doing has to work for you whether it's religious whether it's spiritual exactly. whether it's whatever at the end of the day do what feels good for you you know and i respect everybody's opinion on this i respect where everybody is coming from everyone's radical ideas because you know obviously that's um that's where we live in so you know, um, I, I think it's it, it's unfair to 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 make a um, you know to set a standard or to uh, to set a playbook or a rule book exactly. to how things should and be Kevin, done. And Kevin, although I may agree with your point about you know holding out in order to learn the person, it's wrong for you to judge that person for giving it up. Though at the end of the day, it, you, it's absolutely wrong for you to judge anybody based on the amount of time that you have sex with them and not give them a chance. So I do agree with them on that. Yeah, you're right. So I, I don't think that that's fair, but I understand that that's not something that can be prevented until people start changing their whole conscious. That's just that's going to take time. Exactly. Because it takes two people. Absolutely. I mean, you're yeah. gonna judge that person for like, yeah. you know, dropping their pants, but you're not gonna judge yourself. Right. For that's where the double yeah, standard comes. And that's where the double standard comes. Like, like you're, women, you're just get as bad as the person you're judging. Exactly. That's the case. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. But but men don't. No, so shame I, I told on you. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blame it on me. I, I so, but no, you know that, that is that is that is very true. And you know, I I think that it it it, it really depends. You know, can can lovers sprout out from a one night stand? Of course. You know. Can um can it be, you know, hurtful to a relationship? Of course. I mean, it, it just really all depends on how you guys. It, it depends on the maturity level, yeah. how you guys exactly. deal with it, and um, yeah, that, that's my final word but, on it. But through it all, my thing you is, should be friends. Yeah, I mean, like my thing is friendship is important. The, the only friendship time that I have yeah. a problem with someone having sex is if they're doing something that's against who they are. If they're doing something right with the hopes of it turning into something, something yeah. if they're doing something that but, they wouldn't normally do if they're allowing have, themselves to be treated a, a certain that, way 
Yeah, a lot of people do do that, but but yeah, those people are not being true to themselves versus there are people that enjoy sex, they know who they are, they don't feel like they're giving up something, they don't feel like they're they're losing anything, they're just enjoying that part of their life. But a lot of men use that, and women too as well, I think use the, I'm looking for, you know, I am looking for a relationship, I'm open to a relationship, giving the person, you know, false hope that if they start to carry out the mannerisms of dating and giving up sex, you know, giving up the booty, that it will fall into a relationship. A lot of people go into it with that hope because if it was something the person said to make them feel like that was a possibility. I think people aren't being true to themselves. And I think people need to communicate more what they want, what they like, what they're looking for, what they're trying to do. And it will cut down on a lot of this. No, that's true. Because you'll hear a lot of times, um, both people, one will be like, yeah, well, I know that, you know, it's cool. We can do whatever and things of that sort. But in their mind, they really got feelings and they want it to go to another. And that's a mistake. Exactly. That's a mistake. And then they're, they're trying to play it cool, yeah. but you know, it's kind of like, and I think going back to the friends with benefits things, that's where it kind of gets a little shaky. But men do the same thing. Like, women aren't the only ones who like yeah. wait around hoping oh, yeah, for men, something to oh, happen. Of course. There's yeah. been lots of men that I put in the friend category that I know wanted to hit it and they were, okay, we can be friends, waiting for their exactly. chance. Exactly. Just so. waiting for someone to slip up <laughs> and then come off the bitch, you know, right. uh, ready to play, <laughs> you know? I think as we learn and we grow and we start to change, I think we should continue to renegotiate and to communicate our changes. I like the renegotiating. So if, if I'm got that with you bed. and we're just having sex and it's friends with benefits for a while and then all of a sudden I change and I start loving you and wanting to be with you I'm just going to tell you now, and you can let me know how you feel about that or not and either we're going to continue to just be friends and we're going to fall all the way back or we're going to move forward it's going to be yeah. one or the other Yeah, yeah. but you should communicate it I think the rest is just playing games holding out that's playing games you know like all yeah. that stuff is just playing a game it's not being organic and it's not being honest with yourself and with your partner Period. So be clear with your intentions. Period. Well, even if you're holding out, because even if you're holding out and you know you're going to have sex with somebody, I'm going to hold out so I can get him to marry me. That's stupid. If you know... (laughs) No, I I agree. It's a game. If you're a woman and that you know that you really like somebody Mm -hmm. and and that you're not really sure how they feel and then you're going to have sex with them with the hopes of it turn... Then you're not being true to yourself. Mm -hmm. If you know, if I have sex with this person, I'm... I'm going to catch feelings, then you're not taking care of yourself. So Mm -hmm. my whole thing is take care of yourself. If you can have sex with somebody and that's all it is and feel good about it, great. If you know yourself, if you know, do you know what? As attractive as this dude is, if I lay up in bed with him, it's going to destroy me. Don't do it. Just I think that's a lot. I think that's a lot easier said than done. Do that before they go into the relationship, I mean, but before not, they even enter into after, the sex, after a lot of a while, people don't know. know that they're going to fall for them. They're just mm-hmm. doing it with the you know pretenses. Though I'm about to, about to get my rocks off, or somebody that they've been dying to get a chance with, and then they get that chance, and now they can't really be with that person, and they're disappointed. I mean, people get disappointed. But, they, they, but I think that's where experience comes that, into. Yeah, you went in, but still, if you're disappointed, it's because you went into it with an expectation. Well, majority of people say don't have expectations, but everybody has expectations. But I'm you saying, have expectations but when you, you take her out, she's hopefully going to let you hit it. You have expectations See, when that's still you out on you. The problem is, the problem the is, is when you start dating somebody or befriending them or whatnot. You know, I, I think it's easy to say, oh yeah, just go out and hang out with them, no expectations, no nothing. 
But you know from the moment you get their phone number, there's an expectation that you have in your head, whether it's to be a friend, whether it's to be a lover with them, whether it's to hit that, there's an expectation or motive that you have. So sometimes it's hard just to say, well, just let whatever happen. Just go and just let it come to you. No, because you feel a certain type of way about it prior to getting into it. But see, I don't know if that's called an expectation. You know yourself. So that's what I'm saying, right? <laughs> yeah. You know yourself. You know that if you do this or do that, that that's going to be a way that you feel. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. the only way that we get to know ourselves is by making mistakes. Yeah. But a lot of right? people make don't a mistake know that. And and realize, yeah. Okay, I don't want to do that again. Like, I don't want to do that again because yeah. I didn't like the way that I felt, the way that exactly. played itself out. So let me make a different choice next time. Yeah. yeah no, which sounds great. Sounds great. I, I do think it's a little easier said than done because sometimes you, you, you can't help or hope when you, when something does start to just develop or roll out in a way with somebody. I mean, I'm not sitting there and saying, like, why would you meet someone? You have a total plan mapped out and things of that sort. <laughs> Some people you know? do. <laughs> Actually, you're right. Some people have the scroll and everything on there. But, you know, I, I, I think that sometimes it does just happen organically or, you know, yeah. things of that sort. But you de- communicate develop. that as you start to change. You yeah. say hey, you know what? I'm starting to feel something for you. I'm like, I'm starting to have feelings for you. Like, so what do you think about that? Sometimes you'd be surprised and be like, you know what? I kind of feel the same way. So, you know, sometimes I, you don't. Whether it's good. like, I'm not ready right now. Sometimes I don't want to be in a relationship right now. Sometimes I'm not in that place. And then they just have to fall back. Are you cool with that? Just please respect how I feel. And then someone just might go, it. do you know what? I've been living my life a certain way and I, you know, have sex with somebody, but then I don't really like the way that I'm feeling afterwards. Let me change that. Yeah. Let let me do something different. I'm not my friend over here. My friend is able to go and able do certain things. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, and they're fine. I'm not. Mm-hmm. That's like well, knowing that's yourself. That's when you have to yeah. learn to yeah. yeah protect yourself as well. Yeah. But uh, so so to what Phoenix said earlier about communication, whether it's a one night stand, whether it's a marriage or just a relationship or just a friends with benefit, communication is key, especially oh, yeah. in uh, let's talking about sex, folks. So we're going to wrap up the show with the naked truth. Man, I'm, I'm just getting started. I'm fun here, we, gotta wrap, we gotta wrap up the show with the naked truth. And so we're gonna we're gonna ask you a picture. series of questions, DB, that you gotta answer. And you've been very honest and All very right. open, so we appreciate that. But we're gonna dig a little bit deeper and personal with you. So our first question Uh-oh. for the naked truth is: Have you ever ran back into a one night stand and couldn't remember her name or who it was? Maybe no, never, never, never. have. Now, never. have you ever had a one night stand? Only once in my entire life. One one night stand. That's okay, it. share. Did with you fall us. in love with her? <laughs> no. See, uh, see, no. see how quick that was. Did you even get her number? <laughs> yeah. You got her number. No. Did you call her? Yeah. Oh, okay. And what happened after that? Uh, it just did. You know, once we honestly, once we started having a conversation, I think we both quickly realized that we didn't really have much in common, and that was that. But the sex was good. It was okay. Yeah, I think, always a waste. I personally waste. think sex is better with someone that you care about. Yeah, that's absolutely. how I personally feel. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, so you know, uh, uh, people can have one night stands. I just don't know many one night stands that have been phenomenal sex. I I just don't. I think it takes you getting to know someone and what they like and spending mm-hmm. time with them in order for you to have great sex. Well, well speaking from an emotional standpoint, yeah, yeah of course. No, I'm speaking that. from a physical standpoint. <laughs> I'm not speaking from an emotional standpoint. I think you need time. Like, look, we can go out to the basketball court. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to start. I haven't played basketball in about a year. Now you give me about an hour warming up and we start talking. I'm going to school you on the court. 
But and, is and that a challenge? To me, <laughs> to me, it's the same way in the bedroom. You need time with someone Absolutely. to discover what she likes, for her to discover what you like, and for oh. you guys to do this 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 beautiful dance back and so forth. So now, now, now we're recanting the one night now, stand talk. But but well, oh, that's what I was gonna ask. Oh, 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 you but I'm saying when you have <laughs> sex with somebody, say um, quickly, say if you have sex with somebody, the first night or mm-hmm. a day or so after you meet them and you keep in contact with them and you keep having sex with them that's not considered a bad thing that's no. you considering to keep moving yeah. forward and to keep getting to know them yeah, Phoenix you forever go justify this one night stand love thing <laughs> no right? because <laughs> which for me I'm not justifying one night stands necessarily I'm more not so than you, by the way. having sex with somebody soon Right. So one night stands and having sex with somebody oh, early different. Are, is different for yeah. me. I don't I don't want to have a bunch of one night stands. Mm-hmm. Like I I don't have a problem with having sex with somebody early. <laughs> if I have orga- if I flow with them yeah. and it's organic, I have done that and I still love those people to this day. Mm. But you know, one but night stands. I'm not with that. One night stand. He wishes he would. I mean, he's they, they didn't vibe physically or. But mentally. that's. But I wanted to clarify one night stand versus having sex early one the same day or the next day. Isn't that's that what a, I want. Oh, that's not a one night stand. So one night, night stand, stand is if you have sex with them and then you never mess with them again. Yeah. No, that's, that's wrong. a one night stand to me. What's a your one, definition of a one night one stand? One night stand Kevin? actually is an event, an event <laughs> that, that transpires, and the event is you sleeping with somebody that you met at that point in time within maybe a 12-hour period. But you, you never mess with them again. Is no, no, no. this an if urban mess, dictionary? Because I'm going to look up this definition. Listen up. Uh, that's no, a real no, no, specific no, no, definition. Listen, of what, listen, listen, I have to say, I've never had a always, one-night stand. No, no, no. I mean, this is what annoys me. People always confuse it. If you have a one-night stand with somebody and you continue talking to them afterwards, that doesn't eliminate the fact that you guys had a one-night stand. Yes, it does. If you, you continue to do it. No, because, because a one-night stand is an event that transpires. So then every single time you have sex for somebody for the first time it's a one night stand see to me no, a no, one no, night no. stand is someone that you have sex with one, one night time, and that's it and that's it no, uh, no, no yeah no, that's no. what a one night stand is you can is. have a one night stand and still end up mar- like you said you know people that were married that had one night stands but then it's not no longer it's a one night stand because you have they still had a one night there is I've met a couple that had a one night stand 12 years later they ran back into each other because she hunted him down because she thought he never respected her she hunted him down on Facebook found him <laughs> Ran back into him, like made him fall in love with her, and then they got married. That's like really far fetched. Yeah. But I'm out. saying so, that was I'm still a one about, night stand. It was still a one night stand. I'm talking about, but yeah, place. but they never spoke again for 10, 12 so years. There has to be a gap in between it. A one night stand is when you have sex with somebody one time and you never, never speak or get again. with them again. Yeah, because the after you have sex with them again, it's no longer just a one night <laughs> stand. I'm it's going to UrbanDictionary.com and I'm about to prove both of y'all wrong. Because that's the case with everybody has had a one night stand. No, 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 no. A one night stand is when you sleep with somebody the day you meet them. Why do you think they call it one night stand? Yeah, it's because day, it's I, be, day, I believe it's day that, that you meet them you, and you don't sleep with them again. So basically, you Phoenix, you're slept saying with them and never messed with them again. So okay, so we know left. each other. If we if we end up sleeping with each other tomorrow, and then is that considered a one night stand? No, because we've known each other for a significant no. period of time. I think if you continue to have sex with, if we have sex one time, that's a one night yeah, stand. Yeah, just sex one time is a one night stand. But, yeah. but you've known each night. other. It doesn't matter how long I've known matter. you. I ain't never had sex with you again. I had sex that one okay, time. We're gonna, and we're gonna, we're gonna talk about one night stand. I'm looking right. it up right now. We're gonna talk about one night stands on another episode. Wrong. I will just dive right one into just one night stands and what defines it. How fast we gotta do it. I'm looking it up. We gotta have TV. We gotta wrap up. Okay, DB, what would you prefer? 
and this is not for a one night stand. Well, we can even make it applicable to a one night stand. (laughs) Would you consider yourself an exhibitionist or a voyeur? Which one would you rather do more? Um, Watch another couple having sex or have a couple or people watching you have sex? People watching me. Oh, okay, so you're an exhibitionist. There goes the actor in him, the thespian. <laughs> of course, <laughs> right of course. Of people, and yes. then we ask this signature question every episode of Let's Talk About Sex. After sex, you prefer to cuddle, sleep, or eat with your partner? Cuddle. You're a cuddler. Oh, I love yeah. when men say cuddlers. Yeah. I think it's so cute. <laughs> yeah, but, so you yeah. let you just wrap them up and hug on them? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Even with your one night stand? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's not. It's like yeah, it's part of the. I mean maybe it's just me, it's but part it's part of the, of the whole ritual, act. Ritual yeah, it's experience. not just. Yeah. Otherwise, why not just hire a prostitute if that's the way you're going to treat a woman? Have you ever hired a prostitute? No. Is this my phone? Okay. No. <laughs> I'm joking. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to ask him that behind the scenes, folks. No, I'm joking. Um, but but thank you so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Let everybody know where they can find you. Um, check your projects out. Um, your Twitter, your Instagram, your social media. Uh, right now, you can catch me on uh, Wednesday nights on uh, USA Network on Suits. Uh, and my Twitter is, uh, yeah, think about it. The real yeah. underscore DB. Yeah, that's Twitter. Wait, do you have Instagram? Uh, I do. Instagram is DB, the number four, real, R E A L. DB for real. Okay. So uh, I am your host, guys, Spicy Mati. You can play with my Twitter at Spicy underscore Mati, or you can stroke my Instagram at Spicy underscore Mati. And I will be watching suits every week from here on out for DB. <laughs> Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram, uh, Instagram.com slash Phoenix White, or my new website, which is PhoenixWhite.net. By the way, follow her on Instagram. She puts up a lot of good quotes and inspire. All right. Now, I got the definition of one-night stand. <laughs> Kevin. A one-night stand is an event that takes place when two partners meet each other the day of the event and have a sexual encounter. Boom. The definition of one-night stand? No, you can find me at... <laughs> hey, hey, okay, I made that Kevin, up. where can they that. get their one-night stand at? Um, well, uh, you can follow me. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at HeyKevinJohn or on my website. It's KevinJohn.com. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Whoa! you, so much for joining us. Thank you. Silly. <laughs> Let's talk about <laughs> sex, y'all. That was fun. Don't forget. From producers Maria Menounos, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. Shoddy. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.